When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th Annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio, a Monday reaction, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa week. Coaching search in some NFL helping helping us to break it down. Jay Moore, Blackshirt Husker NFLer, co-host, Big Red Wrap Up. Jay, how was the weekend? Well, it was uh it was good. I had some family actually come in town. I hadn't seen them in a while. They, uh, they lived down in Austin, Texas, so they came up for the game. And I uh, got to hang out with them for a little bit on Friday night. And uh, other, other than uh, the results of the game, um, it was a good weekend. How many times do you get from either strangers or distant family or just people in general, do you get folks walking up to you saying, what the hell's happened in Nebraska football? <laughs> You know, I feel like it's happened more this year. They might just because I'm, I'm more of a familiar face, being on bigger rep up on Tuesday nights. But I tell you what, it's happened. It's happened more and more just with people just like, what do you, what you know, how do you feel? What do you see? Who do you feel the next head coach is going to be? It's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely uh, increased. And you know, <laughs> it, it, like I keep telling people, you just, I, I've just like all of us, we just be, have become more and more numb. To, to the situation that's uh, you know we've dealt with the last what five six years at Memorial Stadium it's it's a sad situation but uh, you just you, you get numb to it because uh, you're tired of being disappointed and uh, it was just another disappointment again on on Saturday unfortunately it was and you just you can't make it up where you look at how it went for three quarters and then the deciding quarter. And it, Jay, as a defensive guy, it just didn't fare where you do your job right. for three quarters, but you are so exhausted that you, you can't find a way to make a stop uh, the, the final two minutes, two and a half minutes. And, oh, by the way, they get it at the 50. I mean, it, it's just Murphy's Law for them. Yeah, it's, it's extremely frustrating because they have, they have gotten better you know, throughout the season, and I know they struggled during, uh, you know, when they played Purdue, but uh, they've gotten better. In the offense, you can't say that for The offense has gotten worse. I know not having Casey for a couple games there was, was a major issue. But, however, the offensive line has not gotten better. They've arguably got worse throughout the year. And then you look at, you know, the changes that the defense has made, and the, obviously with firing Chenander after the Oklahoma game, and they've incrementally gotten better. They're playing better up front, not as many missed tackles. So they've obviously made some tweaks here and there, but it, it has to be extremely frustrating. I, I would be a defensive player just because you can't, you can't get any sort of help whatsoever. And that, ha- and that is, I've been there. I, I, I have definitely 
have been there where you're doing enough. You're doing more than more than enough to win some football games, and uh, you'd you'd like to think that your offense can pick up some first downs here, that here or there to uh, you know sustain drive, take some time off the clock, you know, so on and so forth. But that's just that just hasn't been the case. It has uh, it's been it's been frustrating to watch. I can only imagine what they're feeling. I know it's, it's a team game, and I know. The defense is probably saying, "Hey, we should have stopped them in the fourth quarter, gotten a stop, to, you know, to keep them from getting those." Uh, what it was that they scored what twelve points in the fourth in uh, the fourth quarter there. So, I know they're probably kicking themselves, thinking they got to get a stop. But again, <laughs> you're holding teams to, to, you know, they weren't able to do much. They got a few runs here or there. They're going to do that. Just, just with the sheer amount of, you know, the, the the firepower that they have up front, and I know Wisconsin wasn't the best Wisconsin, but they're still they still come off the football pretty well. They still know how to block and and, and scheme the run game. So quite puzzling that you just somehow just can't put some you know a game plan something to get your offensive line to have some sort of success. You know that's that's what I scratch my head at, and I think that's part of Whipple's stubbornness is, you know, he's not going to tweak things and change things. He's going to do it the way, the way he wants to. But you got to be able to put your guys in the best situation to win to, to win football games. And I just wish, you know, I look at early, you know, early success we had against Minnesota in the, in the type of runs we were doing. We had guys pulling and tight ends. And I just didn't see a whole lot of that against Wisconsin. I wish like, you know, I, again, it's, it's, it's two different teams, but I, I think you could – some somehow create some use some creativity here just to give your guys you know a little a little bit more of success especially on first down that's so that's so crucial and important in starting out your your offensive drives but it's uh, unfortunately you know they 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 haven't held up the end of the end of the bargain you know this year and if Nebraska could have just got one fourth down there they had the ball just under five minutes you you'd I'd like Nebraska chances to to win that thing out but. Instead, you know, uh, Anthony Grant gets bludgeoned <laughs> as soon as he gets the handoff, and then boom, you know, luckily he's able to get some yards back on second down. But you just can't. you got to get some success in the, in the run game. And, and whether it's – I know the offensive line struggled um, heavily this year, but somehow create something for them to have some success. And they just haven't been able to do it. And now, you know, looking at uh, another 3-1 season back-to-back and, you know, and going to Iowa City – you know, with our tail between our legs. Jay Moore's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Jay, that's where I want to look next to Iowa City. It's on a short week. And with this Husker football team sitting right now at 3-8, and eight, there's a demoralizing loss on Saturday. Are, are you worried about a ready-for-the-off-season type performance on Friday afternoon? No, I'm not worried about that at all. I think, I think Mickey has the ear of this team still. And I think they're still going to fight. And I, I'm never too concerned with that because you are still – whether you're, you're, you know, whether you're playing for the end on the side of the helmet, the name on the back, you are you are putting yourself out there, and you got to have some sense of pride, which I think I think a majority of these guys still have pride in what they do. It's just <laughs> they just can't somehow you know get the job done. So I, I'm not too concerned with the energy and the effort. I uh, that hasn't. I've, there's been some energy issues, effort issues, I think, early on, but I think those got resurrected once Mickey, once Scott was fired, and I, I, you saw a, a new energy, some a little more emotion going forward. So not going to be too concerned with that. They have a chance to play spoiler. You know, obviously Iowa win. They have to get the West again. Hopefully they can go in there and, and battle. I mean, 
you know, early lines, Iowa was only a nine-point favorite or ten-point favorite. So if somehow Nebraska can get some things going offensively against a really, really good uh, Iowa defense, you know, I, I, I'm just I'm put on that Minnesota film and, and just like, hey, what and how do they get Ibrahim, you know, to get 260 against Iowa's defense? I know he gassed him for a couple big runs, but I'm telling you what, I'm installing that run game, whatever they're doing that Minnesota got against Minnesota, or Minnesota got against Iowa. I'm installing that play and saying, okay, Iowa, have you have you you know resurrected this issue, uh, you know, or or you know, or is that just you know the Minnesota's off of the line just being a little bit better than Iowa's defense? I don't know, but I, I know I'm going there and I'm looking there first to get that run game going on that style of what what they had Ibrahim doing, and then you know so yeah I'm not I'm not too concerned at all about about the energy and effort. I, I think it will be there. You know, we get one game left. If you can't give it all what you got for with the last game here and being on Black Friday and you know being one of a few games on national television, you know I you know I I would question exactly you know if that if that, if that was the issue then that's there's there's bigger fish to fry I think than uh, than showing up in, on a Black Friday against Iowa and uh, questioning their effort. Jay Moore is with us on Hale Varsity Radio, co-host Big Red Wrap Up at Jay Moore Forty Four back on twitter so give jay bird a follow jay uh it's uh, another week and maybe the last week of the coaching search for trev in nebraska uh give me the, the one name that is in jay's top desk drawer what's the one name you would go with well <laughs> i don't know if I, I don't think i, I you know randall was my guy early on i don't okay. think that's gonna happen um so who's further like, down the the invisible list? <laughs> yeah, man. I tell you what, it's hard. I just don't think there's there's a home run hire, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's totally because we always we definitely thought Scott was the hire, and mm-hmm. we know how that worked out. You know, sometimes you think it's it's the guy. I've been saying it. I really like, and I know this is people hate this. I I would I would be totally fine with a Jeff Monken hire. Okay. I am totally fine. I know. People are like, why? You got but I, I firmly believe for Nebraska to get back to where it needs to be, and I'm not saying winning national championships. I'm saying just being relevant in the Big Ten and winning the West and having a chance to play in the Big Ten championship is we have to develop a mindset, and you have to know who you are week in and week out. And, you, and that's, that's, that's going to – you have to develop that – ideology and then it's physicality discipline you know running the football all these things and i that is what monk has been doing at, at, at army and i think that would fit very very well now some people are like well he doesn't he can't recruit you know he doesn't know how to recruit to a big 10 school so what you hire someone to do it you know i think you're gonna he can adjust i there's so many other things you know i think some people get so you know, I've made the analogy before, like, hey, <laughs> people are worried about other things that don't matter, recruiting, NIL. Let's get back to building our fundamental and our base of what, who we are and how we're going to win in the Big Ten. Because we haven't done that since we've been in the Big Ten, since Bo's been fired, essentially. We had some wins with Bo. But how are we going to do this? It's understanding who you are, have an identity, committing to, the, or committing to that identity, and then that's, that identity is running football, being physical, being disciplined, and I think that's what Monk has done very, very well, Army, and rightfully so, because you have guys that are 
you know, obviously very high character disciplined individuals. You go to the, the academy and you're, you're servicing, you know, the, the United States of America. So I think that's one thing. And so I, that's where one, I, I, I'm not saying, I wouldn't say he's my, my 1A, but I, I like that higher more and more because I think that's what Nebraska needs. I don't think Nebraska needs uh, super sexy. I, I don't think. I think Nebraska, Nebraska needs someone that's going to come in and understands who they are as a coach and who they want to be, and that's what they're going to do. And that's, I mean, even like a climate at K State, I think fits that role very, very well as well because he knows who he is, what he wants to be, and. And it's in that mold fits very well in the Big Ten West. You don't you don't need to score. I mean, it's nice to have these high powered offenses, but you know what? You play good defense. You run the football. You control the clock. You don't you don't you play your situational football very very well. You went you, all three phases. You you perform very very well. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, and and it works. You it's you don't have to come here and recreate the wheel. So I, I want I want someone that understands that and. It's just going to get down to the business and understanding that you went up front offensively, on offensive line, defensive line. You start there. You you bring in some other guys, you know, on you know the wide receivers and the quarterbacks and DBs. But you you start you start there. You put all your efforts into developing your your offensive line, defensive line. Everything else will fall into place. So whether that's a Kleiman, that's a a, a Monken, um, if that's a Bill O'Brien, if that's a Leipold, if that's a you know, you go down the list. I don't know, but that's why I say there's no there's no exact, I don't perfect hire. I just want someone that is going to come in and, and address those issues that I think are that's what we've been missing. Like what you hear, high-quality radio and podcast is part of what we do at Hale Varsity. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's hailvarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Jay Moore is with us. Jay, you mentioned Leipold, you mentioned Kleiman. What's it say to you about Nebraska if both those guys are just Hey, I'm good. Thanks for the offer, Trev. We really respect Nebraska, but I like what we got going on down south. Yeah, well, it's tough. It's it's a little disheartening if that would be the you know the case, and I'm just saying it, it easily could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think some coaches kind of they get they they like what they're you know where they're at and they like what they're building, and I think there's something to that. I think good good coaches aren't you know, necessarily trying to hop all around, you know, trying to take the next best deal or the more, you know, the, the um, take more money. I think that if they, if they would not, if they would turn down Trev, it tells me that they like what they're building and they like, you know, what they got going. And that's okay. And that's, that's totally fine. That's, and I, and I get it. So it would be a little, little disheartening, but it also, I mean, it's, Nebraska, I mean, it is, Nebraska is, it's a big job and it's, 
it is a tough one because this is the only show in town. It's hard. It's hard when you when you mess up. You know, people people take notice, and and there's <laughs> tons of TV shows and talk shows and radio shows and podcasts that are dissecting every into your you know every every decision everything you do. So it's going to take a special person to kind of remove himself from that and not to get caught up in all that and uh, go to work. And if they you know if guys say no, you know so be it. And that's but <laughs> you don't want you want guys that are all in. You don't want guys that kind of are half in half out, man. You want you want guys who want the job and actually want to get down to business and, and grind and not, they don't want to just, it can't be a money thing. It's in my opinion. I think that that'll be a, somewhat of a deciding factor, but I think you got to have guys that like want, they're going to take pride in turning this thing around first and foremost. And the money is, is a secondary thing and it's a nice reward if they do turn it around. But I want guys, you know, I want a guy that's here to be able to say, okay, I, I'm ready to, I, res- I, I know what Nebraska was, and I want to get them back to where it is and where it, where it needs to be. And, uh, and we'll see. You know, I, I will probably, we'll probably know here in about four or five days who that guy's going to be. Jay, a name that heated up over the weekend was Urban Meyer, and it's interesting to see the inverse relationship as Nebraska's results suffer. It feels like the the, the desire for Urban goes up among Husker Nation, and uh, it all kind of stemmed from a flight from Columbus to Lincoln that occurred on Sunday morning, and it should be noted, I'm, I'm pretty sure Urban Meyer currently lives in Florida, so take that with a grain of salt, but what's your take on, on just, as these results have suffered, the desire for Urban has gone up. What's your take on Urban? I love Urban. I mean, that is the that's the one home run hire, in my opinion. I would take him. I'd be ecstatic. Now, I, I, I think one thing is he probably was not going to be here for, you know, 10-plus years. You you hire Urban with the expectations that you keep Mickey, and you kind of um, you, you let Mickey learn from Urban, and you let Mickey eventually take this thing over, i.e. Ryan Day, in, at Ohio State. So I would be all for it. I, I don't – people are going to talk about his – you know, his character and all that stuff. But, I mean, listen, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to win. And so I, I, that's, that's what I want Nebraska to get back to is winning and, and, and winning the right way. And he, he, knows, he knows how to do that. He's done it everywhere, you know, obviously except at Jacksonville, which I, at the NFL and NCAA is, is way – it's two worlds apart. So I don't, I don't put too much stock in that. I'd be all for it. I would, I would love it. Uh, that's that, – that, that's the one hire that gets me going, but I just I'm not I'm not trying to get myself there because I think it's still a long shot. But if somehow it happened, man, I'd be I'd be singing Trev praises and let's get you know and let's just get, I could wait till next uh, you know next whatever next August when that Thursday night is we play Minnesota. So um, I would have no issue with Urban Meyer coming to Lake Nebraska. Jay, let's wrap with the NFL. Your old buddy and Dominican Sue uh, back in the league, back with Philly. You've got him and Linville Joseph and Fletcher Cox. And Indy found a way in the closing moments. I should say Philly found a way on the road at Indy to bounce back. But your thoughts on Sue back in the league and your thoughts on Sue uh, landing in Philly. They're, they're already really good. And, uh, man, adding him uh, part-time or for a handful of plays, seems like genius uh, by by the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, not not surprised by Sue's move. If you're gonna come out and and go do this, and 
and <laughs> put the pads back on, you know, in the middle of the year, you're you're going to want to go to a team that has a chance of of winning it all, and then by winning it all, I mean the Super Bowl. And Philly's right there. I mean, they they obviously had a misstep last week against uh, against Washington and almost got beat against Indy. We're just kind of getting to that time of year where, you know, teams are getting a little banged up and teams are kind of you start to figure out what you who you are and and, and how you go about things. So. Uh, love the move for him. Love the move for Philly. You get a, you know, probably a Hall of Fame defensive lineman in in your stable for, you know, the next what three or third of the season. Mm-hmm. So good, good move by them. And there's you see these moves. You know, we saw it last year with with uh, the Rams. You know, making some late season moves. You see it already at the Forty ers making some mid to late season moves. So teams are teams are just trying to do what they can to try to shore up their position. And making a move here late in the season, and, and once you get into the playoffs, and that's that's what Philly's trying to do. They're trying to fill, show up their their run defense, you know. And San Francisco got McCaffrey, trying to get some more firepower, you know, see where OBJ could potentially land. But you'll see teams continually make moves here towards the end of the year, especially teams who feel like they have a chance to to you know to move on and, and get to the Super Bowl. They'll, they'll do whatever, do whatever they have to. So not not surprised at all with with Sue landing with the Eagles. Jay Moore with us. Big Red Wrap-Up. Catch him Tuesdays. And uh, follow him on Twitter. Bank on Twitter at jmore 44 Jaybird, best to you and the fam. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for a few minutes today. Yep, you, you bet. Thanks, fellas. Gotta love Jay Moore. Spending time with him. Getting his take. Bronco's been the name today. We hit on that two weeks ago with Coach Barnett. We'll reset that tomorrow. Open phones till 6. You want to sneak back in, you're welcome to do it. Talked a lot of Urban. We got some thoughts on Fickle with Coach McBride. And uh, who knows? Saturday morning, Sunday morning, Monday. Can't get here soon enough, presumably. Then, of course, you got the Sunflower connection here with uh, Leopold and uh, Climate. Uh, two names that you just wonder if they're good where they're at or they'd want to take the Nebraska gig on. Red Zone Tickets uh, selling fun since 2001. Huge wow win by Creighton today. You want to see Creighton basketball? Red Zone Tickets can help make that happen. Husker Volleyball. How about some NFL action? Theater or concerts? Red Zone Tickets are there. They are local. They are Omaha proud for you and an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. They've earned that 20 years of excellence and a 100% guarantee on all your orders. You'll receive authentic tickets and experiences you'll never forget. Uh, Cross that item off your bucket list. Create the memories that do last a lifetime. RedZoneTickets.com Log on today, redzonetickets.com. You are invited to uh, check us out on Black Friday, noon to 2 from Iowa City. The uh, Marriott uh, rooftop tailgate. We're there getting you ready for Nebraska, Iowa. Back to wind down on Monday next on Hale Varsity.